is Georgie Nightshade, and this is the late night owls late night podcast. And tonight, I would just like to talk about the spiritual life, being a shaman, Reiki master, angel healing practitioner, all that good stuff, stuff that you've started to see here on the podcast. And some of you are probably wondering if you haven't been with us from the very beginning, where all this is coming from. So. In one of the earliest episodes here on the podcast, I talked about some of my credentials and a little bit about book recommendations and a little bit about what life is like doing spirituality and what and what that means for me and all of that. And now the podcast is a little older. We're trying to expand our horizons a bit as you might have noticed because we have poetry uh, segments and we have and we have essay segments and um we're just trying to get a feel for what people might like and um i was thinking if you're going to be hearing all these essays and poetry of, of yours truly that you should get a little background of the spiritual life that you'll be hearing about so, I've been a Reiki master for about five years now, and a shaman for three, and a angel healing practitioner for four, and some of the craziest stuff I've ever experienced, I've experienced in training, and um, particularly my Reiki training with Lisa Powers via her online classes on Udemy, I recommend highly for anyone who's interested in Reiki. Um, yeah, we had to do one meditation where it was just, we were listening to her voice and she was slowly guiding us through it. You, you, you know, if you've meditated any guided meditation, you know, the soft lulling voice that kind of rocks you to sleep, but you try not to sleep and you just, you're still, you're trying to stay awake for it all. Yeah. That kind of voice. And then she just takes us on a journey through this nighttime scenario where we're in a boat and we're rocking along in the boat and come to this island like place which looks like anything you can imagine mine was a tree a big old tree in the middle of grass on an island with no sand well very little sand and and you had to moor the boat and get off the boat and tie it up, which would be the mooring. And you had to just walk up this long hill. And then it just had stone steps everywhere. And then I, and then you would notice as you were on the boat, or even now as you're on the island, that the moon is out in this meditation. And the moon is full. And that's normally a sign of something very powerful going on and then you sort of go on top of the hill and on top of the hill I saw this Japanese shrine I think it's called the Shinto temple shrine it's made of stone it's very small and it has a pointed roof and it has a little ball of stone in the middle and you're supposed to pray at it I know because I've seen it before I just don't know what it's called and um so then you 
And this this temple I've seen before. I've seen this before because I saw this, or I w would have seen it. I will. Sorry about that. <laughs> that I little little did I know I would be seeing this temple later on in my shamanic life because it would come to me in a shamanic journey. But that's for a little bit later on. And, um, and then, so, I'm gazing at the moon, I'm thinking, oh my god, this looks so ominous, where am I, where am I gonna, where am I going, what's happening here? And then, I go down the hill, as instructed, down this little, little inlet in the island, and the ocean's coming in, and some of you are probably wondering, how is all this actually happening? Where are you enduring all this? And, and the honest to God truth is you're in your bedroom. You're in your bedroom, you're listening to this lonely voice, and it all feels like it's in your head until it gets to the point where you're meditating and later, spoiler alert, the whole thing that you built there is still there. You still like build on this long after your training is over with. <laughs> But, um, so, back to the story. So then I'm going into this little inlet, and I'm at a cave mouth, and it's dark as hell, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not, this is not for me. This is not, this is like the point in the movie where you turn around if you're smart, and you don't want to get killed. <laughs> and so then, so then... Against my instincts, because this is training, I go inside and I see this little campfire set up inside a stone cave with a little fire going and some logs, like three logs, like any old campfire, campground set up, except nobody's there and the fire is burning by itself and there's a giant like entryway on the other side of the cave and it's blocked by this giant rock and I'm like... Okay, this is getting a little Tomb Raider now. What do I do? And for those of you who've played Tomb Raider, you know what I'm talking about. This is like the entrance to the tomb, and you're looking for the big collector item. You're looking for the thing that's going to give you the trophy on your system. You're, you're thinking, you're thinking, this is not going to be as easy as it looks. If from this point on, things are about to get harder, right? Right. Because that's what I was thinking. But, um, so, but then I was instructed to sit down. And I was instructed to look at the fire and think about what would be inside that entryway. And I'm like, oh, God, what do I even, um, I don't know. Mm, I was supposed to imagine my spirit guide, who I didn't know yet, was going to be with me. And, and so then the bowl there starts to move. I didn't imagine this. I didn't imagine this. This was not in my floor, floor plan. You're, you're probably all thinking, oh, she just thought all this in advance and that's how it happened. No. I did not expect what I saw next. And then, so what I saw was this half man, half falcon or eagle. I don't know which bird, or per, bird, bird predator it, it was, but it was a bird. And it had brownish feathers, and and it, it that was the head. The head of the man was a bird, 
and a little to the shoulders was a bird and the rest of the body was bare and and except for like this loincloth thing that he had that he he I, I call him Sarehi, but um that's the name he told me he had. So So here comes Sarehi. And I'm sitting at the fire and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is like this is like I don't even know. I was thinking Native Americans because I'm always in love with Native Americans and I'm like, oh my god, this is actually happening to me. And and um so say Rehi comes and say Rehi doesn't talk. Which I've noticed say Rehi never talks. And 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 um and yes, I wondered what would happen if he talked, but he would probably sound human despite what you're all thinking right now. Because that's how the spiritual works. It works in crazy ways. And um so say Rehi kinda sits down and we talk but it's more like a telepathic kind of like situation where his thoughts kind of enter my head as kind of like a knowing sensation like I just like like something those moments where you know you know something but you don't know how you know it is exactly what was going on so so I'm asking him like can you help me um who are you um this is me and insert name here Jonas Nightshade and um and I need your help can you help me from with Reiki can you help me be a good channel can you help me work for people size good can you help me can you help me can you help me right because I'm asking all this aid and I'm like, and he gives no sign away no 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 kind of like emotion no nothing he's just listening he's not even nodding and all this t- all this while Lisa Power's voice is in my ear I'm still present in my bed I'm still in my bedroom I still feel everything and yet there is a half man half bird sitting across from me in a fire in a cave in an island that is pretty much in my in my consciousness and um and then he just says okay i'll i'll, I'll help you i'll help you my name's say rehi um i'm your spirit guide i will stay with you i will help you and and then we kind of just sit and I'm kind of flabbergasted, so I don't have any more questions because I'm just kind of staring. Which, I don't know if that was rude, but, you know, just kind of staring. And then, and then Lisa Powers is in my ear saying, the fire is going out. If you wanted to, if you're done, the fire is going out. And then he kind of exits and moves the boulder back in place, and I'm by myself. And then I have to get up. And I have to leave the cave. And I have to make the journey all the way back to the boat. And unmoor the boat. And then by the time I get in the boat and get back on the water, the meditation's over. And I'm just like, what just happened to me? And then ever since I have done that, every time I do Reiki, I call on Say Reiki. And Say Reiki comes and Say Reiki helps make the quality of the Reiki session better. I know because the people I've done it on say it's better. So, um, and yeah, that's my little bit of Reiki chit chat for you, which is probably what these segments will be called Reiki chit chat.
Um, so, so I hope you like the story. I hope that this encourages you to get on Udemy, my favorite, most frequently used spiritual service, and gets you to get really going on anything you've been hoping to do, hoping to get lessons for, even if they're not spiritual, even if they're kind of out there, you think, oh, where, where am I going to get help for this? No, it's kind of, it's fulfilling. Just read your books, do the training, watch the videos, you'll be fine. So, just, just listen to, to your masters. It's, it's, it's a good situation. Um, so thank you everyone. Thank you for listening and good night all.